Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Red Line Podcast. I'm your host today, Alex Jaworski, joined, as always, by the second half of the duo, Red Line Sports 617, Justin Turpin. Justin, Friday. It's Friday, Friday, baby. Another week down, another week closer to sports, and another week closer to nice weather and summertime. You got that right. Uh, we uh, originally tried to start the podcast uh, once already. We had a barrage of phone calls. Uh, I'm still expecting a phone call for my car. But uh, we mirrored it in the start of the, well, the attempted first uh, production of this episode, saying how uh, it's just been an endless cycle so far. Absolutely. It has just been, it's like like we were saying, uh, it, uh, it won't be published because they've got, like you said, a barrage of phone calls. But we were saying on the first attempt, it's just like, it's, it's on loop. Your life is on loop. Um, there's not much else you can do. It's not like, oh, like you go to a game one day, kind of break up your week, or you can go out and like go to go out to eat or anything. No, no, no. You're stuck. Like you, you what you're doing now is what you're doing. Fortunately, we're getting to the nice weather where you can have like fires and stuff and start to hang out outside, go swimming, go to the beach, whatever it may be. But like, it's just like your life's on loop. So it's like when you said Friday, I'm like, wow, another week down, like hopefully closer to normality. Yeah, it's kind of been like Monday through Friday, like you just kind of hang out, you know, then, then you know, Saturday you'll get, you know, UFC, whatever it might be. So it's been kind of like not so much a routine as it's been like, okay, well, we have this on this day, like I'm looking forward to that, but that's about it. There's no I real think- schedule. I mean, I'm going back, I'm going back to work next week, but other than that, the past three months have been... Oh, NASCAR on Sunday. Can't wait. It's like Monday and you get six more days. It's like, as we mentioned in the last episode, I mean, when have I ever been excited for round two and three of the NFL draft to watch it? When have I, I've never been excited to watch the draft. And that's just how times are now. I was like blatantly excited. I was, I couldn't wait. I was counting down the minutes until the the draft in round two from the commissioner's basement. (laughs) It's just crazy. And you know what? Like I, I've said this a couple times on the show too. I'm not a big UFC guy, but man, I'm turning into one watching all these fights. Yeah, it's been a good string of fights. Uh, I think I've probably uh, outscored you in the cash uh, department. You have. you have, I'd say, especially after last weekend. That was a big weekend for me, anyway. Uh, not a big deal, of course, but. Another fight this weekend. I'm excited. Any NASCAR uh, I'm this not weekend? sure if you got to look at the lines. There's going to be NASCAR so, Sunday at 3:30, so I, I'm fired up. We got a, uh, and then I, I'm I'm rolling back into work the, next week. Got about 30 hours set for myself. So uh, finally, nice to have a little bit of uh, normalcy, like legitimate normalcy, not just oh hey NASCAR's on or hey UFC is Alex, a fight. I, We're finally going I back do to work. A public thank you here. Alex actually referred me to FanDuel on Sunday for the NASCAR races. I entered a free race and I won fifty cents. So thank you for that. See that that that's how they get Slim Jim at Cumberland Farms. If that, oh yeah, I don't think you can even withdraw it yet. But anyway, uh, it's a good time. Uh, You know, it's good because you know when you bet. uh, I, I think we'll kind of make this into a segment now. Daily fantasy is just it's so much easier you're not you know you're not you know your regular regular fantasy you're locked in with your team right. like that's your team they have to 
they have to perform. They always have to show up, you know, you know, and with betting, you know, games, betting lines, betting totals, you know, uh, prop bets, side bets, whatever it might be, you have to hit that number. And if you don't, you're done. With Daily Fantasy, you know, your guy, one guy can take a day off and then your whole team, they can be good. You, you pick and choose. It's like NASCAR, especially. Your guy doesn't have to win. But if you get, if all your racers can stay in, I mean, you're perfect. Or UFC, you know, you don't need one guy to win. You know, you don't need everybody to win. Of course, it's going to help. That's what you go for. But if you get four winners and, you know, one of them has a first round knockout, another one has a second round finish, whatever it might be. You're still seeing some decent money. That's the thing right. about the thing was, What I do a lot of times with the UFC is I do parlays, and um, I'll do like three or four fights, and I'll usually take one underdog to bump, bump up the total a little bit, and I'll get like two down, and you know, be get, getting a little bit excited, and then bang, that's it, you lose. And I never seem to get to the main event. Like it never comes down to the main event. Like I'm always just excited. Like wow, imagine you get all your like all your picks right, you get to the main event, and that's like decides whether or not you hit your parlay. Um, so I, I think I'm going to try the daily fantasy tomorrow. Um, I, I love doing the parlays and stuff, but it's just like, come on. I just, I can't seem to win. Like second and third fights a night. It's just been tough for me. Yeah, it'll definitely get, get in some different contests there. It's definitely easier. You know, you, you, like I said, you don't need everybody to win. You just need, you know, a few guys to win to see some money. And, it, and it's all depending upon how they win the fight, you know, with, with, uh, with betting, you know, on one fight and picking one guy, you know, they just win. They, they, you don't, if they don't win, you know, you're out, right. You're out. You're basically out. You're ruined. You're still getting points. You know, you still have that, that, that much better chance to win because if they win in the first round, you get more points. You know, some people aren't all, not all people are going to pick that one guy that you right. pick. So it's definitely exciting. It definitely kind of gets the mood up because once you get like two or three fighters that you win, all my fighters won last week. I was entered in a smaller contest. I finished first, won some a decent chunk of change, but it's exciting. It is exciting to go one by one, and you still have the rest of the night. If uh, you know, if one guy loses, that's not it. With a parlay, that's it's, it. you know, well, well, it looks like my night's over. So it, it's a nice little change of pace, and you'll you'll definitely so have to like get UFC involved. UFC and NASCAR, I feel like daily fantasy is just so much better. But if we're talking like NBA, like say it's like a Friday night, NBA schedule's loaded. Nothing beats like one of those NBA parlays when they're all, most of them playing at seven o'clock. Um, I love doing those. I feel like I couldn't really do like a fantasy, like like basketball every day. I'd, I'd rather stick to the parlays. I love doing them. I don't really straight, straight bet much. Um, you got to bet a lot more to win a lot more. So that's the thing with the, the straight bets is you have to put more in. So that's why I tend to usually go with parlays, but I have just started getting into fan, uh, daily fantasy. Um, I've I've always played fantasy. It's just I haven't done it daily, and um, this has been my first my first go around with it, and I am kind of enjoying it. I don't know what I've been missing out on. It's been a lot of fun. I told you to get on the you train did. a while ago, and now that you're finally you finally on. I don't regret it. I mean, speaking of, I still I def I definitely still have the Bruins six to one though. That's that's my money line. That's that's my that's my money speaking right of, there. Speaking of parlays, let me just. Let me just get you excited real quick. I told you nothing beats those Friday night NBA. Hell, a Wednesday night. I don't care. Any 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 game the NBA schedule is like packed up. So there are rumors that the um, the the play the return to play format in Orlando the games will be played in summer league format, which means they're just one after another after another. 
Oh, How that, about that, that could be good. Huh? That, that could, could be, be good. Really good. Imagine that. One game, I, it's kind of like a March Madness situation where the other team's in the locker room, they get off the court, the other ones come in. That can be good. And I tell you, I will not mind sitting outside, enjoying enjoying the game somewhere. I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm so excited they're coming back. And um, if they do it that summer league format, man, it's going to be a lot of fun. All we need is a is a certain sports book to open up in Rhode Island. We won't and we're, we're which one, but yeah, I mean Connecticut sports books open up. Well, Connecticut doesn't have a sports book. Sorry, Connecticut casinos opening up. Um, just waiting for that Rhode Island one. Maybe we're gonna shoot them an email, send them a little nudge. Uh, waiting for that sports book to open up, man. Haven't been there since March. I'm really missing it. Yeah, my 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 trip, my port, yeah, my I'm birthday sure we've trip. We've had to address this on the show before. Um, for Alex's birthday, we had. We had it all planned out. We were going to go down. Um, oh, can't disclose. We were going to go down to the sports book. No. Nope. We were going to uh, go down to the sports book and uh, put in our bets. We were actually in our broadcasting class when we found out the leagues would be. Well, the NBA had been put on pause the night before. And we were kind of holding on hope that um, there was NCAA games scheduled for that day, some tournament play. And there was NHL games. So we were kind of like hoping that, okay, we get down there, bet on these, and then the rest of the leagues can shut down. But unfortunately, they shut around right around. 10.36 lunchtime at Braintree High School. Um, unfortunately, they, they shut, shut them down. Terrible. Sad. I hate to see it. Sad. You never got hate to go to in there it. yet. hate to see it. Nope. I, didn't, I, did, I did not uh, muster up the courage of the, the time before uh, because, well, now that I'm 18, I, I think it's uh, how you say, what is it? Legal. Um, <laughs> what? what is it? I'm I, I'm looking for the real terminology. It's uh, statute of oh. limitations. There we go. Uh, the, I guess they're lifted now. That I, I was not exactly of age, so I, I declined the opportunity to go into the casino. But uh, my second time being there, or my first time being there, I just I I was uh, I was seated outside, waiting my turn, waiting my time. Uh, and there wasn't a second time. Uh, there was supposed to be, of course. Did not come to fruition, but we're getting closer and closer. And, and I think we might have to make it a point to, to the day that it opens up. I'm oh, heading, we're there. I'm heading, Absolutely. I'm heading down. Absolutely, we are there. And if I'm not mistaken, your car's Take my money. right now getting the AC fixed, correct? Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll be nice and cool. I'll be nice and cool. <laughs> we're going to need it when we roll it down there. We're gonna need it. All that, all those oh, summer yeah. league actions, pretty much. With the NBA is gonna be like a summer league action. Oh man, we're gonna need that AC. I can't wait. I don't, I don't know if that go kart's got any oh, cold air left in it. I, I, I don't know. I might it, have to get it recharged. I think, I think it just, I think it just blows out hot, like hot. Uh, you know, that's why gas. we need the windows down. That's it. <laughs> Not when it's 95. We're closer to the water down there, aren't we? Mm, I I wouldn't we put my money on it. Eventually. Like, we have to. That'd be kind of great. How about I that? Mean, think of how cool that would be. How I about mean, like, that? any lines? Like, so you lose, say you lose your first parlay? All right. Let me just head down, put another one in. Let me walk across the street real quick. We don't even have to walk yeah. across the you street. Yeah, I mean, if, you, if this – Certain sportsbook actually opens a – they have an online app. So if you're in the state of Rhode Island, you can use that sportsbook's app to bet. So 
We uh, don't even have to leave Goldie. the room. Hell, I could just type it in. Uh, how much you want to wager? You put it in, pick a team, bang, that's it. And then, you know, you hit your bet, you walk over to the sportsbook and run the money. That's it. Easy as that. Run the money, baby. Run the money. That, that's our go-to line. Everything. Everything. Every time we're ready to record, let's run the money. Run the money, run the money, the casino, recording, whatever it might be. So enough of story time, uh, personal story time here. We'll tell another story here. And, and one very popular, especially now more than ever, NFL quarterback, Drew Brees. I mean, read the room, Drew. Yeah, Drew Brees, man. I don't know. What was he? What was it? It's just kind of an, it was an ignorant comment for what's going on right now. Um, I don't, he didn't mean any harm in it, but it was not the time, not the time at all. And um, this is kind of like, obviously there's bigger things going on right now. And that's at the moment right now, it's a very ignorant comment he made. And um, I do, I do got to say, I mean, he went out, he offered two apologies. One was a video in which he said he wanted the people to see his eyes, to see how apologetic he was. Um, He also posted something to his Instagram I mean, like I said, I don't think he meant any harm, but just in the moment right now with everything going on, it's just an ignorant comment. Yeah, and, you know, you have to think if still, I mean, you can put out a video, you can put out your statement. Excuse me, I just had a little gas there. Um, He didn't really apologize for his comments. That's the thing that I was, you know, keyed in on is is looking at his words and seeing if he's you know owning up you know and and condemning what he said previously which he did in a roundabout kind of way but he did not you know take back what he said so it's kind of like well I I obviously respect and it's big of him to apologize on the one hand the other hand you know, I don't, I'm not going to get all analytical on him and uh, all of a sudden make myself a doctor and psychiatrist. But, you know, you have to think, you know, what is this guy? Right. Really... I mean, I'm not going to read the whole statement because of the, the text one that he put on his Instagram. I won't read the whole thing, but it, it starts off. I would like to apologize to my friends, teammates in the city of New Orleans, the black community and the NFL community and anyone I hurt with my comments yesterday. And speaking with some of you, it breaks my heart to know the pain I've caused. So. I don't like I said. I don't think he meant to insult anybody, downplay the movement whatsoever. It's just kind of at the moment right now. It was an ignorant comment, especially right now. You know what? Like um, a lot of this whole Kaepernick stuff's coming up. Uh, the how he's been pretty much exiled from the league because he took a knee. And this is a topic that you know everyone everyone knows about this topic. Sports fans or not, this is this is history book stuff. And Colin Kaepernick, I mean. You mean to tell me that a guy like Nathan Peterman can still be in the league, but Colin Kaepernick can't? This guy was five yards away from winning a Super Bowl, started a Super Bowl. Granted, his, the year after that wasn't as great, but this dude, Nathan Peterman, how many picks did he throw in his first start? Like five. Wasn't six. he at five? So, and then, he, and then the Raiders signed him. So now he's still in the league. But somebody like Colin Kaepernick, a Super Bowl starter, is not in the league. Yes, but there there is more underlying things to it. I don't know. I don't know. There's, there's a rumor that uh, the Broncos and John Elway offered him a contract. He didn't take it for the amount of money it was. But 
Then I just think there's no reason why this guy shouldn't be in the league. The dude was five yards away from winning a Super Bowl. I mean, you have to think, though, like, what is the actual backlash None. to signing him? Especially right now. Like, people are going to no. be upset. People are going to be right. upset either way, you know? It's, it's, it is crazy that the, that's the way it's going to be. This guy has great talent, and I fully believe he should be on a roster. And especially right now. I mean, if there's any time to sign him with, like, like kind of pleasing the most people you can, it'd be right now, don't you think? I don't, I don't think he should have been exiled from the league at all. I don't think he should have ever been not on a team. Like, yeah, it's it's tough to say because the owners are, you know, you're looking at all the owners and you read the room. They're not the most diverse group of gentlemen, that's for sure. A, I think. B, I mean, it's tough to say. I mean, Kaepernick's obviously he, he was he was good in his prime. But now you kind of look, well, he's been away from the game. If you take everything from the game standpoint of view, is he still going to be there? I mean, yeah, obviously he's very skilled. But he's not, you know, he's not a Tom Brady. He's not, you know, Drew Brees. Yeah, he did get his team to a Super Bowl, and he was, like you said, five yards away. No. I... But you got to look at it from a game standpoint, too. When he left, when he was out of his contract in San Francisco, absolutely. I mean – there's no reason why he shouldn't have been on a, a football team. Now I'm now you sit now it's kind of like well, does he? I understand he had that workout. Does he still really want to play? If you want to get in the game side of it, I don't know if someone really signed. No, I, him, I but, understand. I understand that whole point. I, I mean, I don't know. Look at a guy like Cam Newton, who's also a Super Bowl starter and MVP. Um, Jameis Winston. These guys were starters last year and pretty good ones, and they're not starting quarterbacks this year. Um, I'm not saying they would a team would sign Kaepernick to be a starter, right? Like you said, out of the league for three years now, they're not going to start him. They're not going to sign him as a starter. But you mean to tell me, out of the 64, at least most teams have two, some have three, 64 quarterbacks. We'll call it that in the league. You mean to tell me he's not top 64? I think that's just a little bit of a stretch. Like he's obviously better than Nathan Peterman, guys like that, like Matt Barkley. He, there's no reason he shouldn't be on a team, at least as a backup. Talk about – and another thing is that you look at guys that, like, they bring in these older quarterbacks, these experienced quarterbacks, to mentor the rookie, the young quarterbacks. Look at Arizona, for example. Arizona, they got Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's a dual-threat quarterback. He can run and he can throw. Hmm, similar to Colin Kaepernick. Why don't you have Colin Kaepernick work with Kyler? Exactly. It's a great question, you know, but people, I'm not, you know, I'm not condemning Kaepernick in any way. I'm just, I'm talking strictly, you know, game, game sheet, game stats, skill, great skilled player. I mean, it's no doubt. I don't think he's no, the greatest no, quarterback of all time. He's not the greatest quarterback of all time, but he's, he's absolutely top 64. He's very dynamic. I don't think he's, you know, the the best quarterback of in the recent memory, but just, just for the people that are crying out that you know he lost his job, like you have to think now, level-headed, for game-wise, strictly game-wise, I'm saying, well, what, what does he have to gain now? He, he's made his name, he's made his money, you know, outside. He, he's been very successful as uh, an advocate for civil rights now. So, I mean, 
if fo- I mean, obviously, football, I can't question his drive for football. But, you know, at, at some point, you just say, do I really need to go back no, to football? No, I agree. And I, but I feel like he wants to. I mean, they had that workout. And if I'm not mistaken, this was last year, correct? The workout. If I'm not mistaken, there was yes. a couple of teams yep. that didn't show up, that didn't even want to show up. I mean, that's something that, like, like I said, this dude was five yards away from a Super Bowl. If you're a team, like, obviously, like, teams like the Patriots at the time, they don't need to go. Teams like Seattle. Teams that have established quarterbacks, they don't really have to go. But teams like Miami, who was still working stuff out, um, even at the time Arizona, like teams like that that didn't have the quarterback yet, I mean, they absolutely should have been there. And the fact that a receiver he was throwing to got an offer and he didn't, I mean, the quarterback kind of makes it happen, if I'm not mistaken. He's the one throwing him the ball. So I just think that, like, top 64, I just – it kind of bothers me he's still not in the league but like you said does he want to come back i think he does but obviously i don't know colin kaepernick so i don't know what he really wants but like you said he's he's a great activist he's doing a great job with that but um i just think there's no reason why he shouldn't be in the league i think that that whole conversation i'm i don't want to say i'm reaching for you know reasons but I think that whole conversation of him, you know, not being in the league has kind of had its say right. just because it's been so long ago or three years, what seems like a long time ago, at least. So it's kind of, you know, does he really want to come back? Does he? It's just that kind of deal. If someone wanted to know so bad, why don't they just right? ask? I'm sure someone would. I'm sure someone could get an answer out of him. You know, I'm sure he would want to talk to somebody. But back to Drew Brees real quick. I mean, him, when that this whole stuff happened with the kneeling and everything, he had the same opinion. And he, he, he felt comfortable four years later, you know, keeping his same opinion. Obviously now a little different, obviously in a different climate from three or four years ago. I mean, dude, like, read the room. I said it earlier, like everything going on. Why are you going out of your way to talk about something – completely different while still related to everything going on, but something completely different reaching that something happened four years ago. I mean, being like, I mean, he, his awareness, I mean, I mean, look at all, read the room. Zero. Look at around the world. Look at all 50 states had protests. You think that comment can just kind of wait a little bit. Not right now. Fine. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. And I think it's great when athletes use their spotlight and their stage to voice their opinions, and if it's the correct one. And I'm not saying that Drew Brees is wrong. Like I said, he's entitled to his opinion. And um, it, like I said, he's not attacking anybody. But it's just right now, it's ignorant. It's like oh, awareness, man. Like, open your eyes a little bit. Look what's going on outside. And especially with the guys, like, we've seen how Michael Thomas is. You know, he's, he's an activist himself. You know, and Alvin Kamara said this. He said, I can kneel confidently because I know that that with that with just that small gesture, a much bigger message is being conveyed. Until you are black in America, you won't truly understand what it is to be black in America. And that's fine. So like he's like Alvin Kamara kind of looks like it's targeted at Drew Brees. It's like he's saying you don't understand it. And we nobody understands it. Like he said, unless you're black in America, nobody really understands it. And it's just right now, like. I feel like that's complete 
like a, a total rift in the locker room. And that's something the Saints don't need. No, and they, they have so much talent. I mean, obviously, they're probably looking at another 13-3, and 14-2 season. But I think it, 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 for Michael Thomas to come out and say that he accepted his apology, I mean, between the relationship, I can only assume they have, you know, Brees trusting him as, a, as someone to throw to, and Thomas getting paid, obviously, uh, that Drew was probably helping out there. And, and the money department as to getting him a paycheck and getting him a big deal. Not, I don't want that to be construed as, you know, white guy helping black guy. It's quarterback throwing uh, elite quarterback throwing to elite wide receiver. You know, don't even get that screwed up. I'm sure it wouldn't. I'm sure not enough people on that scale. Listen to this. Not yet at least, but you know, Mike Thomas has to look in the mirror and say, you know what? Yeah, I get it. Listen, you apologize. He manned up. He mentioned his religion and Christian Christianity. It's all about forgiving, forgiving, you know, what you did wrong. So uh, I'm not the most religious guy. Uh, my religious middle school has now closed down. So, I mean, what do I have to look for uh, nowadays? I don't really know. But, uh, you know, he said uh, Christianity and they forgive all that stuff. Believe what you want to believe. So Michael Thomas, you know, realizes Andrew Brees he realized this, that was terrible. That was, I completely missed the mark. And that's what he said. And, you know, people, some people will have their wits about it. Thomas just says, Hey, you know what? He said what he said. He apologized. He manned up and he, he he's still, he's still going to be his guy, whether or not it, he puts on a fake face every practice, every meeting, you know, I think football is a big enough brotherhood where they can wake up and say, you know what? Hey, no problem. I mean, he's what you said was bad. But we're, we're, we can work on, you know, your views and your opinions. You know, if you just listen to me, we and can I work it out. I think it was actually the Buffalo Bills with Jake Fromm. You know, he they had a racist text from him released. Um, I'm pretty sure he addressed the team in, in, a, in some sort of call or something. And I expect the same from Drew Brees. I mean, I'm sure this – obviously, this has been his team for how long? Uh, yeah. Ooh, uh... Over, over, probably, over 10 years, over 12 years, years has been his squad. And um, I just can't imagine him not addressing them. And like I said, I, like I wouldn't, as Alvin Kamara said too, unless you're black in America, you don't understand it. So I'm not going to sit here and pretend like we understand it, but his, his apology did seem sincere. And the fact that he said that he did the video because he wanted people to see his eyes and to see how sorry he was. I think there was actually a deep men- meaning of like sincerity there. I'm not a uh, mind reader. I can't really read eyes. You, you know, you kind of know, you kind of just get the feeling when someone's bullshitting you, they're bullshitting you and they just kind of make it up, whatever it might be. I didn't get the chance to look at the video. I did see part of the apology, but you know, whether or not, you know, you, even the best actors sometimes aren't acting. So, I mean, whether or not he really was sincere, I can believe it. I can see both sides. You know, people, are gonna, people aren't going to be happy either way. So, well, you know, at the end of the day, he, he beefed up. He beefed up. He owned up to it. He owned up to it. People right. will feel as And it's just kind of like I, it's not a good look in New Orleans for Drew Brees right now. I mean, this, hey, this guy's mulling retirement every year. I mean, now they're trying to F Drew Brees. Snap. 
yeah, not 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 great. Trouble in paradise for Drew Brees. Right. All he had to do was keep his mouth shut. That's all you have to do. What, what, whatever opinion right. you have, and I, like I said, I'm all for athletes using their stage and their platform to voice their opinions. But right now, it's like Drew Brees kind of like opposed the the whole movement. What he said kind of went against the whole movement. And to get a guy like LeBron to call you out, uh, Drew must have been shitting down his leg to get that tweet back from LeBron. Yeah, and especially when you're you're coming after right. someone's right to protest, you know, think you know, think about what you may about the kneeling. It's their right to protest. You know, you have to be respectful of whomever. You can't just say you can't get mad over it. Obviously, people do because nothing's going to change. You know, you can't get you can't throw your arms up in the air and say you better change this or I'm going to be angry. Like no, like. You have to, you know, at the end of the day, I think part of the big problem in the country is people don't, people don't understand. People are just animals. They don't want to respect anybody. And, you know, they, especially here, when you're coming after a liberty of America for your right to protest, someone attacks that, of course, it's going to get a bad, you know, a bad uh, uh, right. reaction. To wrap it up there with this whole, this Drew Brees conversation, like just trying to bring it back to the beginning, like I said, um, like, I don't think he meant any harm. It was just the timing is ignorant. Yeah, and you know, obviously, can't call him a hypocrite for you know thinking of his views. You're either on one side or the other side, and he doesn't. You know, he obviously doesn't understand what it, it, the whole deal of understanding what it is to be a black person in America, the injustice. He doesn't get it, you know. And I think if he took the time to listen to some people of, uh, you know, black culture and that black community, you know, he, he would start to understand. He would open his eyes. You know, he doesn't have to protest for something that, he, you know, if he doesn't believe in it, he doesn't believe in it. But it, Absolutely. You have to like respect he said, it. let me pull it up here. Where is he? I think he said in the thing, he says, um, it's a step-by-step, you will see my heart for exactly what it is and the way everyone around me sees it. And that's the video. And he says, I'm sorry, it was taking so long to act and to a participate in a meaningful way but i'm i'm your ally in this fight and on the back to the text thing um he says i stand with the black community in the fight against systematic racial injustice and police brutality and, and support the creation of a real policy change that will make a difference i condemn the years of oppression that have taken place throughout our black communities and still exist today so he's not against the movement here like he's I, I, unless like unless he changed his mind, but it doesn't seem like he's against the movement here. It's just kind of like he didn't like the way about it was going about. But again, just kind of a, a, an ignorant comment for the time. Yeah. Read the room. What are you doing, dude? Just that kind of right. like, dude, really? I, it's just, it's just like everything now. Everything is preventable. You know, everything can be prevented. All, all the, you know, whatever it might be. You know, all the injustices, it's just so easy to prevent, you know, and it's unfortunate that one slip up, you know, one mishap, I wouldn't call a mishap, obviously, caught murdering someone, an innocent person, whether even if it was white, black, especially black, you can't, I mean, dude, what are you doing? And it's just, you know, clearly terrible thing to happen. And it's all just takes someone to say, hey, 
you know, or, or someone to say, hey, dude, like, take it back don't to do just the respect of the teammates. Guys like, I mean, the, the Saints just signed Malcolm Jenkins. This guy is a big activist. Uh, Michael Thomas, you see him tweeting a lot of stuff. Alvin Kamara breaking his silence. It's just kind of, you got to think about your teammates and think like, these are like your brothers. And that's the way he described it. And um, you just got to have the respect for them. And a lot of them probably support the Kaepernick movement. And a lot of, a lot of people in the league probably do. And uh, I don't know, we obviously don't have a number on how many do, but I would assume a good amount of the league does. And a good amount of the world does. So it's kind of the thing where, you know what, you got to respect these guys. And um, it's like you said, no matter what happens, everyone's going to be upset. Any, somebody's going to be upset. So no matter what happens, yep, somebody's no going to be upset. There's no way to please everybody. But it's just kind of a thing where you got to respect their movement and what they're doing. And, um, just kind of read the room. Right. That, that's, that's all, all it is. is. And moving or changing. No, no, changing. I was Oh, that's sorry. Go ahead before is. I. Oh, yeah. Okay. So speaking of people who uh, don't like what's happening or people who are going to be upset either way, Major League Baseball, our good friends over at the MLB, our favorite major sporting league 42 game schedule is being proposed now how talk about reading the room are you going to have a season a postseason playoffs uh world series how are you going to have all that off a 42 game schedule look at a team like the washington nationals defending champs they weren't i'm not if i'm not mistaken they were hovering near a little bit below 500 for the first half of the season. And now they're the defending champs. It's just like, how do you expect to do it on 42 games? And on our first run around here, Alex, you said it's possible for a team to go 42 and 0. And I'm not, and I'm not going to like, I'm not going to say it's impossible. It's definitely possible. It'd be difficult, but like teams could really go like 32 and 10. That is absurd. For baseball, you can't. Baseball, I just feel like you have the three divisions, so that's already a nightmare. And now you want to play forty-two games. What is forty-two games going to do? Uh, it, it, it makes no sense to trot everybody out like, "Hey guys, you know, we 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 can meet right in the middle and play 42 games and you guys can get pro-rated pay. Hey, we're all set. 42 games. Can't be a lot. I, I really... No, it can't be. I, the MLB is on fire right now. They got to figure it out. Like we said, I won't get into that rabbit hole because we did that on Wednesday, but they got to figure it out. I mean, especially, you know... The owners, they want to play ball now because they're, they're going to say, you guys don't want to play full season. Okay, well, you, we can't pay you the whole deal. So if we're going to pay you half or prorated pay, we'll play 42 games. You guys want to, you know, sit here and, and, and argue about money here? I mean, here it is, 42 I, games. 42 lay it games all on the table. Like, a team could just be, just like, be okay and just start the season off hot. And they won't even have to play the wild card. I don't even know what the postseason will look like, to be honest, with the three the three different divisions. I don't even know what a postseason would look like. Um, it's just like this whole plan, man. It's just, it's not looking good. It's I feel like it's just getting worse by the day. 
I mean, I mean, imagine a team going, you know, thirty-three and what six? Thirty-three and yeah, been out of, uh, been out of school too long. Thirty-three and nine in baseball. That what would the thirty-three and nine would be? What the equivalent of going like a hundred and twenty and forty kind of deal? Yeah, <laughs> I mean. Well, you have to think if you go if you go thirty one and eleven, that's what three to one. So you for every three games you win, you lose one. So one hundred and sixty two. So that would be what? Oh boy, it'd be close to like one hundred and one hundred and twenty games. Absolutely unheard. It's just this whole thing. I mean, forty two games is too little. Eighty, eighty two to like one hundred and fourteen. If what what 114 what, what they're talking about, and I think 82 would be a little bit. It'd be a little bit better, not great, but a little bit higher. I think anywhere between like 82 and 114 would be the only way you can do it. I don't think you can get over it at this point because they still gonna go to spring training. We talked about that Wednesday, uh, how long that'll take. So they can't get over the 114 games, and I don't think you can go under the 82. How are you gonna play under 82 games and have a like everyone have a fair shake at it? I just feel like 42 games for baseball is not enough, you know, for, you know, if it was something like, uh, I know the NHL did a number of years ago, obviously hockey's no secret that hockey's a lot more taxing than baseball, you know, and 48 games for the NHL can, you know, it, it you know, with NHL, there's, there's not so much, not so much fluctuation between right. teams, you know, who's good, you know, who's not. You know, it's just kind of moving pieces along of the winning teams, except for St. Louis last year, which has probably been one of the, you know, the more uh, Cinderella stories of the league in recent history. But for MLB, I mean, you have teams like Seattle, who was, what, 11-2 and two at the start of last year, and you have teams like the Nationals and now come back, come back to life and win the whole deal. 42 games, I mean, but, you know, it, it's just like, it's the owner saying, "Hey, you know, you you want to you want to negotiate. We'll we'll negotiate." This is them kind of, you know, getting the crack in the whip and saying, "Oh yeah, you want to, you know, you want to be wise guys. Let's play. And Let's this, play ball. And this kind of like, hardball." Then I was kind of going back and forth about whether or not I believe they were going to play this season. After today, I'm kind of thinking like after this 42 game proposal, what the hell's the point? You're going to spend more time in spring training. Just book it. Don't it's just save a talent. Save it for next year. 42 games. You're going to spend more time getting ready for the season than you are actually going to be playing this season. And, and you know, there, there's going to be more. They've already had, uh, what, a, a month of spring right, training? Yeah, close to a month. month. About a month, a little over. So so they're going to go back. They're going to go back for another month and then play two games of the two, – two months of the regular season the and then another three weeks ridiculous. of playoffs? Like, what – I'm telling you, like I said, it's the owners. They want to, you know, they want to be, the MLB, the players want their money. Owners aren't going to give it to them. They can't play that many games in a a certain time period. So they say, hey, we'll play, we're going to play hardball here. And, you know, maybe they'll do the MLB PA, come back with 60 and a little more money. Maybe. But, you know, now the owners are, it's becoming more apparent that if they don't have a season, there's no season. And like I said, for the players, you know, no money, having more money than you did 
a month ago is better than having no money. Yeah, and I think you, I, you know. Go ahead. Sorry. So I, I, I think they have to crack. I think they have to crack eventually. Whether whether it be 82, 42, 62, I don't think they're going to get a hundred games in full salary. I think they're going to be paying, you know, a prorated amount. I think it's no secret that, that that's the only way it's going to work. Marketplace. Here's why. Ready? Listen. The seller sells high. The buyer tries to lowball, and they meet in the middle. That's what I feel like they're trying to do here. And I don't know if it's going to work because obviously the MLB is a league uh, that makes a lot of money. And uh, it's a little different than a Facebook marketplace. But that's how I look at it. Right? Am I right? <laughs> yeah. Any no- it's yeah, with right. any negotiation. Right. You know, you, you know, you're selling, you stay high. If exactly. you're the buyer, you want to get it's, it low. It's literally it's like, anything. It's like anything. And uh, the MLB is no different. And I feel like so, just like the amount of money, like revenue and all the money they make, it's going to be even harder than a guy selling the a, a, a fishing boat. Yeah, a fishing boat on fishing Facebook, boat. Facebook Market. The only problem is that <laughs> the owners have money and the players already have right. money, so they're going to want more <laughs> either way. So that's when you run into that's when you run into big problems. You know, when Steve from you know. Uh, from Hull, it wants to sell his old fishing boat. He can, you know, he can have a little leeway. You know, he he's just needs an extra. He needs right. He just needs an extra buck or two. They they're gonna go. MLB is gonna go all in. And it's it's kind of just like it's that ultimate wait and see type of deal that we talk about all the time. Yep. Right. And, and I think we're gonna keep waiting. Hey, and plus, plus, we are running out of time. Plus, we're running out of time. So maybe. Maybe no, like no, no. I know. MLB, I, meant, I didn't I mean the MLB. I, I've been preaching that. No, I've been preaching that. We are running okay, out good. of time on the podcast too. Yeah, that too. But I mean, the MLB. I mean, forty-two games. If they have to do it, then do it. You know, if someone who gets paid thirty millions is just is going to get paid their seventeen as a, on a prorated yeah, salary, then that that's going to be it. So we'll see. So whether or not forty-two, we'll sixty-two, eighty-two. Why can't we just? Why can't we play like seventy-one games? We get a prorated, and then everybody goes we, uh, home and gears up for next. We'll year. probably have another update on Monday. We'll probably find ourselves discussing this again on Monday. There'll probably be another. Ep- there'll probably be another update, oh, uh, and it will be something ridiculous. Um, I don't. I doubt we see any groundbreaking news. Sure, it will be focused on UFC and NASCAR, but uh, we'll wait and see as usual, right? Yeah, one more question as the host here. At what point do they have if to pack If it you're up? not started by mid-July, you got to pack it up. What do you think? Mid-July, early August? Mm, you have to get it right in between when the NBA and NHL starts. So, I mean, mid-July is it July was there, or the start of That's July was the original right. date. We're a month, we're over, we're a little under a month out then from July 4th. So that's not more, more than likely unless it starts tomorrow, you know, unless a miracle happens overnight and we're back to training camp on Monday, which isn't going to happen. Not happening. July 4th is nowhere and yeah. nowhere in reason. So, I mean, it, you're going to be looking at mid-July, late like, July, early August. They can't agree on anything, literally anything. So I don't I don't even know what to expect. 
me either. I, I really don't. It's looking more and more like we're going to have no baseball season. But at the same time, like I said, the players cannot come go a whole no, year without that's not getting paid. Settle at some point to whatever they can agree on. They're going to have to agree on something. And some something's going to have to. Somebody right. is going to have to bite, bite the bullet there. But, I mean, like I said, someone like Brock Holt, you know, he gets paid if he has a salary of a million, only takes home six hundred thousand. Right, six hundred thousand is a lot better than zero. Families. They're real people. So if if everyone sits out a year, who is that benefiting? It's only benefiting right. it's only benefiting the owners because they're they're, they're the ones saving their money for that year. So just a really sticky exactly. situation. The situation we knew was going to get ugly, but I didn't think it was going to get this bad. You know, I think they would have said, you know what, hey guys, let's play ball, let's do it, so we can get ahead of everybody, and and be smart, and you know, just get ahead of it before that. If you said three months ago that the NHL and NBA would have a plan and be back Absolutely. before the MLB, I the thought MLB, you would have been crazy. They, I, no, one could have predict, NHL, no one could have predicted that. They had to create a format to finish their season. The MLB, they hadn't even started. So they kind of had the high, high ground outside of the financial. Because, I mean, the NBA and NHL were, like we said, probably only had a couple more paychecks left. I mean, the MLB, they hadn't collected anything yet. So outside of, like, money-wise... Right, maybe, 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 maybe a few weeks for spring training. I mean, but they were right. there so was revenue have, coming in. Obviously, just, they have the high ground on everything scheduling wise. It's just the only thing they can't agree on is the money. Right. Again, wait and see. I mean, let's see, see if cooler heads can right. prevail or see if this no, gets any do. uglier. Why don't if they're going to play forty two games? Might why well, don't right? just have some kind of tournament? Just kind of have like a, a twelve team, three three tournaments, three I don't sections. Think it'll work the way they have uh, it set up right that now. Work with three out. divisions. What are you going to have? No. Uh, they wouldn't work out. You can't have a tournament with three divisions. What are you going to have one one team represent all three? I mean, no. How do you play baseball with three teams? You don't. So, unless you you know you could break it up into four brackets and maybe keep the division. I think that's probably. I'm just kind of. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm just, yeah, I'm just kind of spitballing. I mean, if you were if you were to break it up into four divisions and have those four divisions play at one stadium apiece, I don't really know. I don't really know how it fold out. I'm not going to try and assume anything. But I will uh, end it here. I'm going to plug my own stuff and see if you have any final things before we uh, head out. So uh, by that. I do don't. I'll plug first here. Uh, so we'll plug see you the host. You can wrap it up right after. Uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Redline Sports 617 and on Twitter at Redline Sports 6. Like and subscribe, everything, because it means the world to us. So thank you, Alex, and go ahead and plug the J&J Wrestling Pod. Of course, the J&J Wrestling Podcast every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Be sure to listen to us on Spotify. J&J Wrestling Podcast. Follow us there. Listen to all our previous episodes. They are good. I will I will vouch for that. I think my friend Justin can. I don't know how much of a wrestling fan he is, but he's good. tuned in a few times. Any, so, anything uh, with you, Alex. He can vouch. Anything with you is great. He can vouch. Oh, <laughs> way, to, way to pull at the heartstrings there. But, uh, and be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at J&J Wrestling Pod. We got plenty of content over there as well. So, <clears throat> Excuse me, mouth is a little dry, throat's a little dry there, but uh, 
I mean, hardball with the MLB. We'll have to see here what uh, quite the mixed bag from this here, episode. That's for sure. So. I'm gonna title it. I'm gonna title it the mixed bag. Oh I mean, yeah, definitely. With definitely. Sports books to Drew Brees to the MLB. The mixed bag. And, and that's been and the title like four back. times, so uh, I can't make Again. it that. Well, I'll just make it the mixed bag. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that, that's probably a good one. So uh, from um, Redline Sports here, I've been your host, Alex Schwarzky, joined as always by my good pal, Justin Turpin. We will see you all on Monday for uh, UFC recap, NASCAR recap, yards. and whatever the MLB saga Absolutely. update might be. The whole nine yards. That might be a good, oh, no, a I'm good gonna title day it too, that. The whole nine either yards. way, that's it. We'll see you all 